0: Hi, I'm Mario Evan, and you're listening to Talk Truth, a weekly inspire edutainment podcast discussing the things that most people are afraid to, but from a Jamaican perspective. From relationships, sex and sexuality, to the ins and outs of entrepreneurship, in this space we speak about almost anything, with the intention to inspire, educate, entertain, and create a fair and balanced space where your truth Shall become your power and set you free, folks. Welcome to episode number twenty-two of Talk Truth. This is your boy Mario Evan, and I'm coming to you another week. It don't know already Sunday morning things, and I'm gonna do something I don't normally do, and that is read a bio. So this next guest on today's episode is not only a friend, but just a phenomenal woman, and. I'm going to tell you a bit about Kimberly Rickards and Kim is the creator and co-founder of Manifest, a global networking platform for professionals of color that produces intentional discussions over brunch to inspire creative ideas, relationships, and new career directions. During her career journey, Kim has worn many hats within the advertising, entertainment, finance, nonprofit, and tech industries, including Global Events Marketing Associate, and Executive Assistant at companies such as Viacom, the Make-A-Wish Foundation, American Express, Pinterest, and LinkedIn. Manifest is the marriage of Kim's professional experience to a few of her favorite things, which are travel, connecting people, and a great meal. So on this episode, we talk to Kimberly Rickards about Manifesting an Intentional Life. But before we go into the episode, I wanted to bring back something that you know we were doing last season. And those are Truth Bomb! So, this week, the Truth Bomb discussion is going to be, Tell me something, and this is going to happen in the IG story today, that you used to eat, maybe as a child, or still eat, that you should not have been eating. And if there was nothing that you didn't eat that you shouldn't have been eating because you were a perfect child... Then tell me something that you eat way too much of. <laughs> and you know, too much of anything, no good. I'm mean, gonna know someone does something like a nastiness, like eating a booga, bugo and a and a nose knot. And someone eat raw milo out of the tin or condensed milk. But let me not spoil it for next week when we give them your answers. But the thing that I used to eat was the head of the matchy stick, which was the sulfur. So we used to have some like a matchy stick box in a drawer. And it was like the ones that you would find like from companies or hotels. So they were kind of on that little piece of baseboard. You used to have to break off each of the individual sticks. Yes. Yeah, so like my mother never really realized say the matches them are good on. Cause she never really take her matches from that stash. Mario used to go in there and eat off the matchy stick at them. The little red sulfur at them. They used to taste nice to me. I don't understand why. And God bless me that I'm not dead now. I wonder if that sulfur was protective. I wonder if that sulfur would give me cancer. Well anyway, um tell me what you used to eat on IG and, and um we will talk about that next week. But let's get into episode number twenty two Manifesting an Intentional Life with Kimberley Records. Enjoy. All right, guys, welcome back to Talk Truth. It's been so long. I've been wanting to come back. And with me today, I have an amazing guest who is a friend. And she goes by the name of Kim Burley. (laughs) But people call her Kim. Kim Rickards. And um, I'm going to let her tell us. Hi, Kim. Welcome.
1: Hi. Hello, everyone.
0: Hi. And I know you are an avid Talk Truth listener. So you you totally every Sunday.
1: Every Sunday, religiously.
0: Uh, Kim, Um, I always hate asking people what do they do, but uh, mm. tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: That question, it's always a weird one to start with, right? It's like, where do I start a little bit about myself? Well, I guess I can start with my 30s, right? So I am a young professional black woman in my 30s that just happens to be the co-creator of Manifest, which is a traveling networking series for professionals of color and the whole Con- concept, I can't even think of the word I'm looking for, but the concept of Manifest is to truly connect professionals on a more intentional level.
0: Wonderful. Um, And, you know, talk truth is always from a Jamaican perspective, and it doesn't mean that we cannot speak to people who aren't from Jamaica, but you are Jamaican. And um, Thank the you. question is, you were born in the US, right? Yes. Tell us a little bit about your Jamaican family, how you're connected to Jamaica.
1: Sure. So both of my parents are Jamaican from Kingston, as are my grandparents as well. my grandfather is actually from St. Elizabeth and my grandmother is from Almondtown, Big up all the downtown people. Almondtown, big up <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we we just happen to be well, we my siblings and I just happen to be living in America, but I would say I'm more Jamaican.
0: Right, right, right. You identify. I just don't have the accent. And you're well right. Gonna, when you move back, we're gonna give you a couple a couple of years or months and we'll see. You're gonna sit right in.
1: I think I need a couple of weeks.
0: You need a couple <laughs> of weeks, right? And you're good, right? <laughs> Alright, well I like the fact that you introduced you um, what your co-founder of Manifest, cause I wanted to call today's podcast manifestation. So Love I want it. to um, play on the word, but really I have found you to be such an intentional person and I wanted to have a conversation about being intentional about things that you want. Um, connecting with people and um transitioning because yep. you are currently in a phase of transition. Yes. Uh from the nine to five world of, of corporate to being a full time entrepreneur. Is that fair?
1: That is a very fair statement.
0: All right. Tell us a little bit about um that transition first.
1: Well, first of all, it's a scary transition because yeah. you go from a consistency of always knowing what to do and who you're going to be talking to and what's expected. But when you are transitioning into full-time entrepreneurship, you kind of are making the rules as you go. I want to call it flying by the seat of your pants because for me, I'm not. But for some people, it may feel that way because not everything is so organized right um things kind of do come into play as you go along so that's the real switch in my opinion
0: and in one space the structure is set for you and in other exactly. space you set the
1: structure exactly don't forget that paycheck that you know you're gonna get and every month. the paycheck <laughs> is a whole other thing so i you know i knew that this was gonna come so i was able to start saving you know a year before it actually happened some people they they probably save, save a little longer some people don't save as much right but i would say that saving is a big part of it so that you don't feel that sting of not having that consistent money all the time but at the same time it's like you again you learn a new thing about yourself so you adjust accordingly so instead of doing certain things you may scale back a bit or you may invest in other areas.
0: But I mean, even choosing to save to enter into entrepreneurship is also such a very deliberate and, oh, and, yeah, and intentional thing, which You'd a lot of people be. probably don't do. They just want to switch into the, the passion job without planning carefully to go into it.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I'm a person that believes that you can There's certain things that you can do where it can really just be kind of like you're just jumping in it, but something where you want it to be lifelong you want to leave a legacy i would say you probably should structure it more where you know that you're going to do x by y date and z by this date instead of it just being you just run into it right and you have nothing planned at all you, you don't know? know what you can run up you don't into. know exactly yeah. <laughs> <Run up laughs> you really now. don't
0: yeah book <laughs> <now>. um <laughs> What I wanted to tell people was how we met, and Kim and I were introduced by a mutual friend who goes by the name of Sean. Yes, and Sean didn't introduce us for anything related to Manny Feast. No. He introduced us because Kim is also affiliated with Carnivalist. Yes, and I am affiliated with something many Jamaicans may not know, but you might say Half a No Boat about the place and um, Confessions for Season Two. I'm <laughs> behind Half a No Boat, and um. Sean put us together because he figured maybe we could do something, collaborate in the yes. carnival space. Uh, and um, that's how we met.
1: That's how we met. And the funny thing about How long that, has it been?
0: It's More than a year?
1: Go, yeah, I think, yeah, it's over a year now. But not
0: two years yet, though.
1: Not two years yet, no. But... The funny thing is that when we initially met, Manifest was basically just starting as well. Right. So it was almost like you were part of the beginning stages of Manifest as well.
0: And when we met, Talk Truth wasn't even in existence. It wasn't. It was a it concept. Was a
1: conver- it was a concept, but it was a conversation that we had right. about you doing a podcast. And look at that. Look at the intention
0: the intention. The irony is, again, too far. I mean, I remember being in a phase of my life when I used to say, no new friends. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I've met you and in under two years. I probably speak to you more than I speak to friends I've known for all of my life. I've been to New York and we've hung out in New York. We've hung out in Jamaica multiple times. Yes. And um, by the way, Kim is in Jamaica right now. We're doing this live. <laughs> we are live. And um, it is crazy to, to see how different relationships can blossom.
1: For sure. I was co-signing Drake's No New Friends as well. But then I realized that, you know, again, when you are in different places in your life that you need to have new friends. Right. And mainly because if you're going to grow, you need to know that sometimes you grow out of things and sometimes you're going to grow with the people that you've known forever. Sometimes you're not going to grow with them. You're going to grow with these new friends. So you have to be open. And that kind of goes back to, again, just not jumping into things, right? right. Um, because when we initially met, it was for photos, photography for Jamaica Carnival.
0: A matter of fact, we were just trying to figure out how we could help each other out. And if right. I recall correctly, when you told me what is was about, which for y'all who don't know, download the app. Yes. Yeah, Carnivalist got a plug. <laughs> yeah. um, it really gives you information on all the fits and things happening in different islands, um, other countries. Anywhere wheres where there's a carnival, the Carnivalist app will give you a bunch information. of information right but um i remember saying i don't think i have anything to really offer to you right now i'm a one-man show and i don't really have much and we kind of just left it where it was yep. and we just continued to speak and then we've i think really helped each other out and been listening ears for so many other different things yes that is unreal all right well let's keep moving on the topic of connection. so our relationship is a reflection of how intentional you are kakim literally Got my number. I got hers. I think she may have messaged me within a couple. I don't know. She did it quickly. Was
1: it? She Gosh, did it. I can't. Remember. That was like a year ago.
0: Before we started this podcast, I described her as an aggressive networker, and she was like <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> that is not the word I would use for uh, myself. She at thought all. it was harsh, so we're gonna call her an intentional networker. Totally intentional. But what I really wanted to communicate was that she's fearless about it, and and that's the part that a lot of people are afraid of. People are afraid of. Hiring, firing, whether you get along, and Kim kind of bypasses that
1: Mm. and just meets the person and
0: figure out the rest after. Well, meet with intention. With intention,
1: right? Right so not just random meetings this (laughs) right we're not not tinder this is not not tinder at all like no all
0: right well let us now talk about then how that ties back into manifest because this clearly is a feature of your personality i would say possibly your calling Mm. your purpose um why manifest and how are the manifest how are they presented is what i'm asking
1: Describe it to people. Yeah, so basically Manifest is a play on the words of manifestation, right? But the feasting comes because the events are done over food and drink. So Mm -hmm. people are able to get together in a space where it's curated content so they're able to have conversations around specific things that we as a team, myself, Crystal, Valentina, what we feel would be something people want to talk about. Recently in October we were talking about mental health and the importance that it should have more in the professional setting but it's almost like there's some sort of mystic craziness that people don't want to talk about they associate mental health with you're crazy instead of it being more of you have to take care of yourself right because for the full person your health comes first and that starts from the top down but we decided that we wanted to bring people together but we also didn't want it to just be a regular networking event. Um, I don't know how it's here in Jamaica, but specifically in the States, people go to networking events. And some of them are just showing up because it's free. Some of them are showing up because the Hennessy is flowing. They're right. showing up because the food is there. Drop your card in a bucket. They're dropping know. their yeah. cards in, in buckets. A right. Yeah. And if it's their card. So, <laughs> so it's like, it's not really for us. We didn't want that kind of event we didn't want to be the people that just threw another event right. for professionals after work we wanted to be mindful of their time and we wanted to make sure that if they were coming to an event that we were producing they felt that it was a good value of their right, time that there was quality in it there was quality and that there were people that they would want to know there right because let's be for real a lot of times you can go to an event And you get there and you're just on your phone the whole time because you're just like, why am I here?
0: Well, this is a difficult question, but how exactly do you curate that there are people that I will want to meet? Like, how do you try to ensure that that happens for the patron, you know?
1: Yeah. So I think a lot of it comes around topic. Right. So we heavily use... Our, networks, our professional networks, but then we rely on like social media. So people are finding us through social media, through the posts that we're posting. They see the event, they see what the topic is, and they say, I want to be there. And then they may bring someone that also wants to be there. So now you have two people intentionally wanting to be in a space. And then when you tie that together over food and drink, anything is possible.
0: Right. I mean, I mean, food and drink to us, so- is the foundation of community. I mean, it's like Christmas time. It's like Thanksgiving for you guys. You know, you have food and drink and people and and intention and then you get manifesting. right?
1: And then you get But let me just say this too. So when I say that there's conversation, the conversation, the curated part is that there's a panel of people having a discussion, right? So some of the people that are on the panel, they are people that people want to hear from as well. So that goes back to people saying, I'd rather spend my time after work or on a Saturday in this event because i want to learn from this person or i've been dying to hear them speak or that sounds kind of curious let me go see what they're about
0: right so there's a curiosity built
1: there's a curiosity
0: built. um how many have you had so far how many events have we had well how many have we had three i said we like i'm a part of the team how many yeah. events have we had
1: low-key mario's a part of the team <laughs> Low key. um I think it's been three, I've, March, June, October. Yeah, there's been three. There's been three, and they've all been in the U.S. They've all been in the U.S., but here goes <laughs> the big reveal. So the big reveal is that I would love to have Manifest in Jamaica. Right. And that's because, again, part of it is being intentional, connecting professionals, but you can't just have an audience based in the U.S., right? The professional network is global, so we should be where the people are. So people are here.
0: But also, these people are your people because of your connection. Because you could have gone to Kenya, you could have gone to—I mean so you could have gone anywhere.
1: But it would make only the most sense to come to come to Jamaica, Jamaica, right? To reinvest in the people here. So we won't give
0: away when that's happening yet. But it's in the—it's in the woodwork. It's in the works. It's in the works. It is. It is. But as you say that though, I have to just throw Kim's Kim thing out there again because (laughs) it's like, as I say. I've known Kim for under a year and Kim literally under two years, On the two years sorry, Listen, sorry. correction under two years, two years. And we may have been drinking before this. And um, <laughs> she knows probably half of my network or maybe not half, but mm, she means she knows yeah. enough important people. I'm like, how did you do this? And I mean, yeah. um, how do you do it? Like, what is your mindset when you spot an idea, you see the potential for a connection and then you have to close that gap. What's your thought process and what do you do in your mind?
1: Well, the first thing is creating a strategy. This is for me. I'm looking at it from a strategic place like, okay, well, who can I reach out to first that I can run this idea by that would say that makes sense? And then based on that, who do they know that can tie back to what I'm trying to do? And if they don't know anybody directly, who can they put me in contact with? That may be a better resource for me. And once you do that, well, at least once I do that, it starts to kind of like connect the dots. And honestly, it takes life of its own. Um, And I'll just speak to yesterday. So yesterday... Well, you guys don't know this story, but now you will, Mario already heard (laughs) this, but yesterday I was with my family at Gloria's. I wanted to sit in the sun because I'm coming from New York, and who doesn't want to sit in the sun? Right, who doesn't want to sit in the sun? And there was a gentleman sitting there at a table by himself. The table was for four people. It was three of us. So I went over to him, and I said to him, would you mind if we sat with you because i want to sit in the sun he said sure you can come sit have lunch with me so we sat down we ended up talking come to find out he owns a bar here in kingston and the guy starts saying like you guys should come by the bar automatically i start talking to my people maria included i'm like hey do you guys know him because again part of it is to see how people are connected Yes. And, and I don't know him, but I kind of did want to know him. But can you e- know him already? Exactly. He didn't know him. Um, my other friend said she knows of the bar. I know the bar, yeah. Right. But she doesn't know him personally. And then it just became a conversation of, okay, so now that you have this new person in your network, what are you going to do with it? And my thing was, we're going to stay in touch. Exactly. That's- <laughs> so... We don't know what we're going to do with it right now. But and that one was kind of accidental.
0: That one wasn't even as strategic super, as, as some of the other ones. The
1: only strategy was that I wanted to sit in this <laughs> one. Um, that specific example. But yeah, it's like if you know that you have an idea, if you have a vision of something, there's always a way for it to come together. Um, you don't have to know all the pieces of how it's going to come together. Right. But you do your part to make. At least something Start to happen
0: I guess the best Follow up question Would be for the listeners What makes you decide Whether you keep in touch Or not Because mm. at that point If you don't have All the pieces Then why the hell Keep talking to this person Anyway because Well yeah You know I, I mean what And then that decision Would have to be made Within the first interaction Or the first few interactions The first few So something has to happen What's the spark
1: Well I think for me It was more so Based on his energy Because he could have been Very unreceptive To right. someone saying right. I want to sit here Right Um, He was quiet minding his own business. And here I am like, well, this is what I want. So let's make it happen. And he accommodated me. And he accommodated me. But not only was it that he was accommodating, but then in the conversation, he was just open. It felt as if he wanted to engage on that level. Whereas he just wasn't having lunch anymore. Now he was like, "I want to get to know you guys too." So now we're manifesting essentially. He manifested you. He manifested (laughs) me. You
0: guys manifested each other.
1: And that's what it's about, Ah. right? It's not just a me thing. It's about all of us doing something that's going to help the other person. Because now, guess what? He knows someone in New York, Right, right? Right. That if he wanted to say, "Hey, this is what I'm doing." when your people come from new york send them my way
0: right um well that's true and it's so that's organic and then they're strategic and i just want to clear up strategic for people because i know some people here strategic and networking and they think false um inauthentic Mm -hmm. um how do you then ensure so you've decided why you keep in contact um how do you ensure it doesn't feel janky and inauthentic? and like
1: Oh, you can tell if it's janky or inauthentic. Yeah. Um, One of the things that I personally hate is when someone who does not know me starts to ask me who I know. Right. It's like, why do you need to know that? Right. Why don't you get to know me? And then we can discuss things and that may come up. But if your intent is to just know who I know, then I know you're not very invested in me at least that's how i feel so then i can then say i'm not interested in really taking this to the next level um oftentimes to some people when they're not authentic they kind of let it be known yeah you know like you can you can kind of sense when people are just not real not real and when they want something but they're not giving and one thing i i always say to people you have to know that networking is truly give and take. It's not just give, it's not just take. Because you are essentially in a position where you can open up many doors for someone and they can open up many doors for you if it's done the right way. But if you just ask me who I know...
0: Right, you're just trying to get in there and right. that's not that's not working.
1: That doesn't work. That doesn't work.
0: Um, comment on how you think your Jamaican... Upbringing has contributed to the person you've become now
1: I mean, I don't know any other
0: upbringing <laughs> so well well, but you've grown up in the new York in New York despite your connection to Jamaica, so your exposures have been varied.
1: they have been um I will say that my Jamaican upbringing has taught me to just be grounded, so I don't really take anything for granted. Everything that I have, I'm like grateful for it. when I meet people, I'm not just like oh, yeah, this person can do this for me. I'm more so like, let me hear this person's story. And I come from a family of social workers. So most of my family has been in that field anyway. And if they're not social work, they're in the medical field. So they're always helping people. So I feel that that's just a part of who I am. Um, And I'm interested in someone's story. It's weird. It's like I like to hear where people are coming from and why they are where they are and why they do what they do. And then me, I can listen and say, okay, well, here's how I can help them. But I've learned you don't force the help on them, which is why listening is important.
0: Yes, listening is very important. Uh, Do you feel like people can learn to be intentional?
1: Oh, absolutely. I've learned to be intentional. I wasn't always as intentional, right? I think that at times I was just kind of like haphazard. Things just happened. And I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm like, no, actually, you should probably <laughs> you should probably do it this way so that you get this result. And then I'm more patient with myself because just because you're intentional doesn't mean that something's going to happen right away.
0: Right. Right. So, it may not happen right away, as you say. It may happen years after. Right. Months after. Right. What's your vision for, for Manifest? What What do you see it becoming? I noticed you said traveling. You said right. um Black community
1: mm-hmm.
0: entrepreneurship uh, connection
1: yeah. I see Manifest really being a global resource where people can not just be a not just attend an event but be a part of a real network so that network can live online sort of like a Facebook where people can belong in a group. Um, a lot of people in the states are talking about and people meaning companies, but they're talking about diversity and inclusion and belonging and hearing belonging as like a buzzword. I'm like, people have no idea what that really means, right? It's not just that you feel that you fit in at your job, but you want to feel that you fit in in your community. Mm -hmm. You want to feel that you fit in even in your family. Yeah. So it's not like, okay, I belong at work and then I come home and I have no idea if I should be here. Right, right. right? Um, But I would love to see Manifest be that place where people really feel like they belong and they are helping other people to not only grow in their career, but they're helping them to be better citizens globally.
0: Yeah. yeah. What would you say the feedback has been so far based on the three events?
1: Yeah, people love Manifest, which is awesome. People are super supportive of it. Everyone that I've spoken to says it's needed. And to me, I'm like, well, that says a lot because what's missing and clearly people connecting on a intentional level professionally is missing so it seems that people are over these random (laughs) um, networking events events where you drop a card yeah they're over that they really are like okay how can i get to that next level how can i really get promoted who's really in a position to help me i know at home you know, and in Jamaica, maybe very, very different because most people here are brown, right? So, or black. Yeah, use yes, black and, brown, black too, right? and we, brown. We get to this conversation.
0: Black Man, and brown people. It
1: gets so deep. We, say, but, we
0: probably say most are black, yeah?
1: Right, but at home, that's not the case. So, you, at least let me speak for myself, I have been in rooms where I'm the only black woman. Right. And then I cannot really be myself because people that are around me may not understand me. They may not understand where I'm coming from. They don't understand why they I do. They don't understand the
0: context and where right
1: you know. or why I'm doing what I do or why I choose not to do something. Right. Um so having an event where people that look like you are in positions where they can get you in the door. I think it says a lot about what's not happening.
0: Well, I mean, look at you. You went to um uh St. Hugh's event um, <laughs> last night which was you know in the same way promoting community and foundation and as it's a little different here than it is is there but I'm sure you saw the camaraderie between the sisters the sisters, and how much it meant to them. Oh absolutely. I, and I guess for you Manifish will be a brother and sisterhood of um, yeah you yeah, have intentional
1: of ma- intentional professionals and the thing about it is that I think what happens when people get together and people keep in touch and they grow and they, you can grow with them, anything is possible. Yeah. Right. Because there are some people that I met early in my career that, I mean, we hadn't worked together in years, but they see Manifest now and they're like, I want to be a part of that. How can I help? And this is years later that they're reaching out. But they see something in the event and they see the potential that it has and they want to be a part of it because for them, it represents something greater than even probably I'm thinking of right now. Right. So I'm like, well, here's how you can help. Here's how you can help. We need help. help. (laughs) Send an email. Send a check. <laughs> Send a check. Send a check. But seriously how, no, seriously, how you can help is truly, I mean, right now, following on social media, yeah. sharing the page. Um, and again, we yeah. are yeah, at, under right at underscoremanifees.com. On Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And um, that's
0: M-A-N-I-F-E-A-S-T for anybody who can't spell my You, better spell, you better spell it. You better spell my You better spell it. Is that a T-I? Yeah, I'm sorry. Tifa Harasanka, <laughs> spell it. It's my go-to. Lord, Tifa. Um, <laughs> what I wanted to ask you, tell me, and this is an on the spot question. Can you on the spot tell me some steps that you think people can take to become more intentional?
1: Hmm. Steps that people can take. And it to can be broad. There's things that you think that they
0: could, they can do.
1: Have a plan. Have a plan. Let's start there. Yeah. Right? Um, I'm personally a vision board person. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is. Some people are. They write things in their notes on their phone. Or if you are a person that prefers to have like a Excel doc or whatever keeps you organized. But have something written down. There's a power behind written word. Always. Yes. And I think that a lot of times when you write it. It's actually biblical, but for those that are not believers, the universe will bring (laughs) (laughs) things when you put it out there. And side it? Well, no, continue. Oh, well, I was starting to say that, you know, the universe will bring it, but you have to write it because it can't just stay in your head. Right, right. So start.
0: Start. All right, so there's writing it down. Um, For you specifically, do you use timelines? Is there a time frame? Do you have a one-year plan? you have a five-year plan, a Mm. three-year plan? You don't get into that or yeah?
1: So it's funny because plans help right because that's kind of where you can get strategic but i'm not committed to the plan so for example if something happens before five years i'm not going to be like this wasn't supposed to happen right Right. or if it doesn't happen or if it doesn't happen but some people are but i'm more of a person that's like you know what just be fluid because anything can happen at any given moment for example i didn't expect to meet this guy yesterday
0: right It's a structure, but it can be changed. It's It's a changeable structure. It's definitely (laughs) a fluid
1: structure. And the thing about it is, I would also say just to be, I can't stress it enough, be kind to yourself. Yeah. And understand that, again, you're not in a race with anyone.
0: Your time is your time. Your
1: time is your time. I mean... How many times have people said that? And and sometimes, I mean, I'm a person that at first was like, stop telling me this. But the reality is that your time is your time. When it's for you, it's for you. So you don't have to try to rush and do everything. And be upset that it didn't happen. And then be upset because you know what it is a lot of times you can rush to do something and it doesn't work because it wasn't supposed to happen. Not supposed to happen. So Manifest was an idea that I had years ago. And I was actually frustrated out of my job at a very popular company that will remain nameless. Nameless. Um, But when I was there, I was like, I don't want to be here. And everyone around me was like, why are you here? But I was in these rooms and I was seeing certain things, hearing conversations, particularly around... um, where people were supposed to get promoted. So we call it calibrations. Mm -hmm. So it's a certain time of the year where it's like, okay, let's do performance reviews and everybody's rating themselves. And then you get told by your manager, that's not really your rating. You say I exceeded, they're like, you met it, right? So that was happening a lot. But I noticed that the people that they were seeing needed to have guidance or the people that were not getting promoted and put on these performance review plan or performance improvement sorry plans were brown people. And I'm like, well that's interesting because I know for a fact that Charlie down the street does nothing not not
0: doing anything, don't I? And
1: he just knows the right people. Right. So he's kind of just getting pushed along, right? and then you have these brown people that don't necessarily know have
0: any connections the right people. they're delivering the same amount of work but getting bad right. bad, bad, bad
1: reviews and i was thinking i was like there must be something that i can do to kind of start bringing well we would say closing that gap right and i didn't do anything with it i just had this idea yeah, And I was like, there's something I can do. I love to travel. I love events. I love people to an extent. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're, but, like, we're like in that regard. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I mean, I do. I love people, but it's like, what can I do to really help them? Right. Especially knowing that everybody is not going to be at the same place in their life. Just because you may have had a bad quarter doesn't mean you're a bad worker. Right. But that was kind of what was happening with some people. They were getting managed out of companies because they just didn't perform well, not realizing mm. it could have just been the manager. It could have been anything.
0: Yeah, there's some deeper things underneath that, too, which we can't tackle of in here, right? Things, but we, right. Know, we know what that is all about. Right. Tell me some of your greatest fears about becoming an entrepreneur and about. Just moving forward, what's to come? Because I know that we we're boosting you as the the woman of intentional thought, I mean, but it doesn't mean that you're not human and you don't have fears. Super human. What are
1: some of your greatest fears? Being broke. That is a f- <laughs> that is a fear of a mine. Real fear. Um, broke, broke. But I will never be broke in Jesus' name. I am. Amen. we're, we're rich and powerful. We have everything. we need. Absolutely, I have everything that I need. But that's that's definitely a had fear. been something I thought about because I'm I'm coming from a six figure job where most people are like, you're crazy, going into full-time entrepreneurship where I decided to do contract work. So doing contract work is not really consistent money. Yeah. So people are like, what is wrong with this girl? Right. Why would she go from consistency to half of her salary doing contract work? But there's a freedom in actually moving toward your dreams. Yeah. Um, and in that regard, that was the thing I was fearful of. I'm like, oh, wow, I have to save up this amount of money because, I mean, I live in New York City and yeah. it's expensive and no I joke. own a home. Mm-hmm. I have real adult bills. Yeah. So, And I like to do adult things. <laughs> so <laughs> like it's travel. Like, like travel, you know, like be able to buy a bag if I want it and not to say I have to go old visa. Right. So, you right. know, these are the things that you, you don't probably think of when you're working consistently but yeah. when you are making that move you start to think about that so i did think about that shift in the lifestyle i won't necessarily say broke but it's like yeah things change budget. It's different is different the word budget i was afraid of
0: and you're still transitioning so um yes. We will check in with you at a later point to see, you know, where your mind, where your mindset is on this. But would you have it any other way at the current Absolutely moment?
1: Absolutely not. Awesome. I mean, I'm in Jamaica. Right. Recording a podcast. Recording a podcast. <laughs> and I don't have to go to work tomorrow. I mean, technically. Right. When in you work office. for yourself, you have to work. <laughs> You're always working. That's the uh, misconception. Yeah, man. Always. Um, But this is even, this is a part of work because I am promoting, promoting the business, right? Business, yeah. So some people look at it to say that it's not work when you love it.
0: You know, we expose. Yeah, exactly. It's not
1: work when you love it. It's, it's not true. not when you
0: love it. So we so. want to always be in a place where we're in love with what we do. You should be. I want to ask you, are you reading any books? Or have there been any books that inspired you on this journey?
1: <laughs> have there been any books that inspired me on the journey? Mario's, um,
0: Mario's book club. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I haven't flipped through a book in a while, but audiobooks have been my thing. So... You know, I think everybody has read You're in a Badass. Right. Right. Like, that's kind of like the staple. Recently, I've listened to Michelle Obama's Becoming, and that's been pretty inspirational and encouraging. Need to get to that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I would say more so than anything, I'm kind of encouraged by just change, wanting change. Like, that encourages me to see certain things not changing fast enough, in my opinion. I'm like, okay, I have to do something. Because uh, if I don't, who will? It's yeah. kind of one of those things. Not to say nobody else is right. doing it, but, but why not? But why not? They are part of the change. Um, yeah. And then it kind of goes back to this whole being inspired by like life. Yeah. You know, I'm inspired by what I see around me. I don't like to see poverty. I don't like to see just people that are lacking. Yeah. And if they're lacking something that I can help get them then i'm like well you have work to do girl you gotta get the people the stuff they need Um, and it starts with (laughs) manifesting and connecting people to the right opportunity or connecting the dots for some people
0: no no matter what we say in our life is not about us life is about giving back and i think the sooner we realize that and it will make our lives much more fulfilling
1: I think so. I I, <laughs> I think a lot of people have not arrived. Haven't at that arrived moment. at that moment, right? But It takes so a while. Well, right. you know? It does take a while. So we're trying while. to
0: feed ourselves first and ensure that you're not drowning. And I think sometimes you yeah. have to feel like you can float a little before you can help somebody else. Sometimes, but that's not the truth either. But in yeah. our minds, that's how we think.
1: It, it is how we think. And that's why, again, connecting intentionally helps you to realize that you're not going to drown. You're just going to pull someone up. Actually, I heard it was. A mutual friend of ours, Anika, who said that her friend told her, sometimes you have to send the elevator down.
0: Wow. because so you can come back up, right?
1: It's going to always come back up.
0: Fantasia says, sometimes you got to lose to win again. You it know. makes you cry, cry, cry. See, oh, uh, I Mario, Mario. then broke into song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> help it. All right. Um, all right. Final words, Kim. Tell me, when is the next Manifest? Do you know already?
1: Yes. March 28, 2020. It's going to be New York. It will be in New York. It'll be our one year anniversary.
0: Wonderful. And what's the website for Manifest?
1: It is actually ManifestToday.com.
0: ManifestToday.com. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, you're at underscore Manifest. Next one is March 28. Yes, in sir. In New York. What are your final words? What do you want to tell the people?
1: Listen, so much to tell the people. I'm just joking. I will tell the people to like, share, follow at Manifest. Definitely, definitely. If you are in the New York vicinity or if you are planning to come to New York, plan for March so that you can (laughs) attend the anniversary event. It's going to be awesome.
0: Kim, thank you so much for being on talk truth i will say connector intentional entrepreneur conceptualizer and big up the team who are the other girls on the manifest team
1: big up crystal and valentina
0: crystal and valentina big them up um check out um manifest of course on social media check out the website and if you're in new york next year make sure to be there but most importantly yes be intentional all right, Kim. Thank you for being here again.
1: You're welcome. Bye, guys.
0: All right, family. You just listened to episode number twenty two of Talk Trot with creator and co founder of Manifest, my friend Kimberly Richards, and I hope you got some tips about living intentionally and just planning and being deliberate and vision boarding and writing down stuff and about communicating and networking with intention but not in an artificial way but a genuine way i am recapping this episode because this episode is exactly how we build teams and form units and meet the wonderful people that help us to do everything that we need to do because we can't do it alone make me tell you we cannot do it alone and if you're in new york on march 28th you know what to do go to manifest go and check out the event go and meet some cool people while having brunch how cool is that uh, manifest is the website and of course kim mentioned their instagram page so sign up for their mailing list get some information And as usual, I want you guys to follow us on social media. We now have a dedicated Talk Truth Instagram page. And the reason I did that is because sometimes you may not want to follow Mario Evan, even though you really should follow Mario Evan as well. But for those people who don't like a lot of noise, you might just want to see your Talk Truth episodes pop up and keep it right there. Follow us at TalkTruth.com. I'm sorry, follow us at talk.truthja on Instagram. So that's talk.truthja on Instagram. And follow me on Instagram at Mario Evan. If you'd like to follow follow us on Twitter, that is Truth JA1Word. And we also have a IG, a Facebook page that you can find as well. So follow us and most importantly, subscribe to the podcast when you find it in our podcast app. Comment on the podcast on Apple Podcasts or iTunes and leave us a rating. And if you leave us a comment, I will be glad to begin up and shout you out. It's great to get the feedback. Sometimes I don't get it online. What has been happening is that I run into people on the streets who tell me that they're loving the podcast. Big up to Loxley Waits, who I saw today, who said to me he's been loving the podcast. He's been listening to it from episode 2 and it's really reassuring i mean these are people that i see around town a lot of the times and they've never spoken to me and then we end up brushing closely for some reason in some space and then they're like hey i listen to your podcast um a few weeks ago somebody at a soca party as we were leaving the party told me how much they enjoyed the podcast and it is very validating reassuring and just great to know that people are being touched by the content so continue to support, continue to show love, you know, you know it already. And um, of course, see you next week because uh, um, you don't really have a choice. So <laughs> I'm your boy Mario Evan, and you've been listening to Talk Trot, a place where your truth shall become your power and set you free. Until next Sunday, stay safe, be vigilant, be blessed.